You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. You're in the right place if you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Del Kelly, holistic business coach and life coach for Own Your Power Communications. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. Welcome, studio. Let's make some noise, y'all. We got a full house tonight. Uh, so, as always, I'm sitting next to my right-hand man, my Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois. What's good, people? Ooh, ooh! <laughs> Talk to me, girl. How you been? I'm good. Since uh, last week, we last week we had a um, a fun show talking about hair. Lose any hair last? Well, I don't know. If that's a lost, fun show talking about have, hair. Have hair you lost love. any hair since last week? No, I haven't. But um, I actually did have a little incident that happened, Uh-oh. and it was pretty. It, I had no idea it was going to blow up on Facebook. It's like over a hundred likes and comments about it. Um, I was walking in the mall, and my hair was, you know, the way I normally wear it, but it was a little bit bigger that day. And I, I walked past a hair salon, and these two ladies. Um, African American women, by the way, just thought I'd point that out. They, one of them was Jamaican. I'm, I'm assuming it sounded like she, like she was my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she said, "Oh, come here, girl. Let me, let me wash and blow that hair." Mm-hmm. Like my hair was dirty, mm-hmm. or like you know, like she tapped her friend, like look at that big head, like, like it needed some. Yeah, some, like, some yeah, like come, come here. You need to come over here to the salon. So I was rushing. I was on my way to the bathroom, by the way. TMI, TMI. TMI. But um, <laughs> I was rushing, so I was like, let me go handle that, and then. The whole time to the bathroom, I, my stomach was hurting. I felt like nauseous. I felt like all because I, of what she said. Because the way she said it and the way she thought it was a joke. You know what I mean? And to me, it's it's more it's more insulting because you're a black woman. You know what I mean? So I said, okay, you know what, Simone, you're gonna go back and say something. I was gonna say you just got educated on the show go, before. You had, had to go, go break back it down. And say something else. So I just I went back, but it was really funny to me because mm-hmm. you know I had to hold back hold back the Bronx Simone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hold back. The, I was saying on Facebook, I said she's lucky she met the, the highly evolved Simone versus mm-hmm. the 1999 mm-hmm. Simone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I kind of like took a deep breath and I and um she was really busy, like people were in front of her. So um I was standing, you know, waiting for her, and she said, oh help this girl, she needs to get her, her hair done. Like to, to whoever was. Her. I said no 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 no, I'm waiting for you. And she looked like nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then she came up. She came over to me and said, um, "Oh, what's going on?" I said, "You know, um, if you want to get somebody's business, you don't tell them come here. Let me wash your hair and, and blow your hair." I said, um, "I said there's nothing wrong with my hair." And she said, "Oh no, no, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, you took it the wrong." And you know, she started apologizing mm-hmm. and shaking my hand or whatever. But you know, I just felt good that I had to get it out because it's just some people check it. just check they it. think that that's normal. Like that's okay to do that, you know. And I said, "You catch somebody on the wrong day, they're gonna be wait- waiting for you after work." That's that Bronx. That's that Bronx in you. It's that Bronx. <laughs> but you know, it, 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 the reason it was amazing, it started a whole big conversation because it just goes to show that there are a lot of people that still feel natural. The hair that grows out of your hair naturally. Something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. fix it. Mm-hmm. You got to do something about it. But, I have that challenge all the time. Um, I know. All the time. Poor baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, it was a good show, and um, I'm excited um, that people can learn learn more about it. And if you missed that show, all you got to do is go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com and, and go to the playlist for Own Your Power Lifestyle Show and listen to the um, show. And Simone Hilton, um, mm-hmm. my namesake, was, was on the show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. She dropped some Big knowledge. up, Simone. Big up. Yeah. So um, if you're a new listener, we want to welcome you because we have thousands of listeners worldwide um, supporting the Own Your Power movement. So we want you to just jump right in and learn more about us by going to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com and find out about our coaching services, our memberships, all of our events. We have a lot of um, we, uh, monthly events now um, happening in, in South Florida. So mm-hmm, that's, that's mm-hmm. Um, I need to see you there soon. Uh, absolutely. I know absolutely. you're like anti-Broward, but, you know. Bring your butt to an event. It's, <laughs> it's really got to be an, e- an event that's conducive for enhancing my lifestyle. Oh, oh what you trying to, to say? My to event? Are you serious? I'm just saying. It's, it's not, not just far. you. It's not you. It's not, listen, even if I got people coming into town and I'm like, mm, Lenny and Broad, mm, Uber, 
I'm just saying, it's, it's really, it's I mean, it's, 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 like, we used to get on the, we would take the train about, to Brooklyn. Exactly. The train. Two hours. The train. To go visit a friend in Brooklyn. Because you had no choice. But, I got options now. Well. I done moved up a little bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I live in downtown, so I don't have to be far from everywhere, so I can be convenient. So if you out of my little 15 minute, you know, perimeter, then you're an inconvenience. Okay. So what, what was your weekend like, Herman? Uh, what was this weekend like? It's a bit of a blur. Uh, we finally got some. We, we finally, I remember Sunday because Sunday was like the first really nice warm weather day we've had in a while. So mm-hmm. I remember Sunday waking up and just like, whoa, had to get out and, you know, kind of get to the beach a little bit and just kind of got there late about 2.33. But it was still nice to be out there for a few hours and just kind of hang out and, and you know. Just relax. Just just being enjoy Miami for what Miami's for. Right. So, you know. Well, at least it's warm. It's warmed up a little. And hopefully it'll stay warm this week. Even though we, we complain about sixty degrees and our friends are freezing. Exactly. Two degrees. Exactly. So, as always, you know, we have an action packed show. What what are we getting into this week? Uh, the topic is where do we go in our dreams? <laughs> and oh, not the, the clean dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not gonna slow dirty dreams. No, I guess we could talk about dirty dreams oh, okay. too. I'm sure, I I'm sure those are the, the Freud uh, since, experts since can since jump in. Since when are you censoring? I know it's kind of I've gotten bad. Yeah. I've uh-huh. been hanging around you too long. Since oh, that's I've, what I've it gotten is. really bad. That's yeah. what it is. Um, well, ever since we had the bad girls on radio show, which has nothing to do with me. I know. You, yeah, you you need to come on that show as a guest. See? They'll uh-huh. love you. And then it's my fault. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, where do we go in our dreams? What we're going to talk about are what are dreams? Where do we travel? What are the hidden messages, and how can we decipher the the meanings of our own dreams? And um, I actually want I'm excited to talk about a, a lot of these topics, and even sleep paralysis. Oh wow! You ever had that happen to you? I, I'm, I you don't, don't know. know. I didn't even know that, what it, what it is. You know when you when you're sleeping and you want to get up but you can't, like you're, you're, dream, you're dreaming or you think you're dreaming and you some, it feels like somebody's holding you down and you want to move. And that happened. I'm not dreaming when I'm being held down. <laughs> I'm usually very much awake. So let's distinguish between the two. Um, oh, but I have had a situation when I when I I, I didn't think I was I didn't know I was dreaming I was sleep- and you know like in the dream and maybe something happens where you're running or you're falling right right and, and then you in your it? sleep yeah, you yeah. react and you wake up you're like and then I always laugh I was like you yeah. dummy I was like now you're awake now, right, right, <laughs> and yeah. and you can't get back to the dream right. Well, if it's a is that, bad so dream, is that sleep kind of, paralysis or that's like sleep clumsiness? No, that's, what is that? that's, that's something else. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna talk about that because okay. we talk about when you like choke somebody in your sleep. Sometimes. So I've heard I've heard from folks that sometimes that that reality that people dream every night. You just don't know. You don't remember them. Yeah, right. we'll, we'll talk about that. Well, I mean, the statistics say that um, nine out of ten people do not remember their dreams. Okay. And um, so I, who's that I lucky? So what has to happen for that lucky one? I'm not the expert. We're gonna wait for uh, the experts. Which, which which means we're gonna bring on. Uh, Carol Morgan, who is the dream lady, okay. and she came highly recommended, I must say, because it was insane. I just posted on Facebook, hey, anybody know any dream analysis people? And everybody was tagging her, tagging her. Cool, cool. Um, so she's very well known down here in South mm-hmm. Florida. Uh, Todd Goodwin, who yep. is now a part of the family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the set. From um, Miami Hypnosis. He's going to have his, his own show on Own Your Power um, starting in March. Mm-hmm. And then we have Marshall Davis, who's a teacher of, at the Divine Life Center. Okay. So okay. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing Covering all the bases wisdom. here. Yeah, you know, that's how I do. You know, mm-hmm. I'm good at casting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks to Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need to hire a casting agent. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we have a lot to cover tonight. So with that, we'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show after these messages and a music break. This is Takia Young of CoreConnectionLifestyle.com, and I'm here at the Own Your Power radio station having a good time and listening to good vibes. Hello, everyone out there in this wonderful world. This is Angie Yaris Trader from LA Times Fan Medical Aesthetic, and I'm hanging out here with Simone, whom I've known for so many years at Own Your Power radio station, where everything exciting happens. If you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year and I'd love to help you do the same. 
All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter, and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Herman Dubois. And today we're talking about dreams. Where do we go in our dreams? And uh, in the living room, I want to introduce our guest, Todd Goodwin yeah. from Miami Hypnosis Center. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Great to be How back, Simone. This is your new home now, Todd. It is. Welcome. I'm going to move in uh, right after the show. You have a locker in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed there was a, um, a person sitting in the locker so you'll need to <laughs> the other guy doesn't know when to leave but his right. lease is up so it's my turn exactly it's your turn so tell us a little little bit about your your business real quick okay well i'm a board certified hypnotist and owner of the miami hypnosis center in miami beach and um what we do there we have a couple of different practitioners and we help people think better feel better and do better so that's the the quick summary but specifically we help people eliminate unwanted habits uh, fears, anxiety, stress, and help uh, help them resolve unresolved emotional or behavioral challenges. So that could include overcoming a fear of public speaking or a claustrophobia, smoking, uh, emotional eating, or sleep eating maybe, as okay. we'll talk about tonight, <laughs> uh, building up self-confidence and motivation and, and otherwise getting out of your own way. Okay. A lot, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of pressure mm-hmm. for you. you, know, you, got, you yeah, got a, lot of, it's a lot of fun. It's great work. A lot of stuff, yeah. It's really awesome. I got so, hypnotized before. Well, the joke, the, the running joke is that he hypnotized me to get his own show. So <laughs> Whatever works. That's right. I might need to intern at Hitchhiker so I can hypnotize you on a few other things. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, huh? <laughs> if it works, gotta, all the help I can get. Shut up. We'll talk after the show. We'll make him our union please, rep. Please don't help him. <laughs> he, might, he might have to be the shop steward of the, of the set. <laughs> all right. The dream lady is in the house. Yeah. Carol Morgan. <laughs> Hello there. So tell us, why are you the dream lady and what do you do? Why are you so famous, girl? Oh, my. Why am I so famous? Because I help people. Most people, like you said, do not remember their dreams. And we do dream every night. We just don't remember every night. But we don't remember them. And I'm just as guilty as everybody else. I don't remember my dreams every night. And I tell people, don't worry about it. It's normal. You know, if you don't get it, but then if you don't, Rest or lay still when you wake up, mm-hmm. it's going to leave you. Yes, yeah. You, the second you brush your teeth, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, Sometimes you when, brush you, your teeth when, you, when you get up and start doing stuff, is when you, you forget to brush your teeth. No. What? I'm confused. No, I'm no, trying no, to follow. No, stop picking on her. I'm try- See, thank you, Carol. <laughs> she does I not like need defense. Trust. <laughs> no, that's part of my Trust. my personality. You know, okay. I'm right there. I'm just to trying defend. to follow. I, I I lost the connection okay, between brushing your teeth and waking up in the morning and dreaming. When you first wake up, yes. You get up out the bed. The second you start doing, oh, the second you start doing stuff, that you, you you end up forgetting the dream. And sometimes it might come back like like an hour later or something might trigger, trigger. it, and you, you start to remember a dream. But you know, like normally, I what I like to do is write it down. Like the second I, I'm, and sometimes it's chicken scratch like four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Tell I have so to you have a pen down. and pad next to your bed well, that you just time. break. Well, well you need to. My phone. I do it on my phone. Well, you need mm-hmm. to write it down. Yeah, because you'll forget. And, but I'm I'm guilty because I will get out of bed and I'll keep on remembering and thinking about the dream. And by the time I write it down, I've lost most of it, but I have some of it. Gotcha. So it, it's just, it's, oh, it's training. It's mm-hmm. a discipline. It's not to be lazy about recording your dream. And there's magic in them. And there's, you know, you like to help people with their, their problems on the outside. You hypnotize them and you help them overcome it. And then I do it on the inside. I let them learn from their higher selves what their problems are. That's why people don't remember their dreams also, because they don't want to face themselves. Ah, oh, okay. we got to get back to well, that. We're going to get yeah. into that. All right, Mr. Marshall Davis, tell us, you, how are you, why are you so famous? Because you seem like you, your resume was very impressive. I was like, we need to bring him on as a, like a residential expert. <laughs> you need to just be in-house. Oh, thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, so I've been studying uh, metaphysics for a number of years, probably early in my childhood, about maybe 15, mm-hmm. since I was 15. Wow. And I'm about 65 now, so okay. it's been a long journey, beautiful journey for me. Uh, we do a lot of studying in uh, comparative theologies. 
So uh, we look at various religions and look at what is the underlying truth in all of them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Man, I wish I would have known you. We did, a, we did a show. Remember that show we did? Oh, you weren't here for that show. Mm-hmm. We did a show about, um, God, it was about a different religion. We had like almost every religion represented here. It was right. the coolest right. thing. Yeah. Uh, and we, I thought they were going to fight, but any, everybody ended up being friends. <laughs> 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 From Rabbi B to, you know, we had like every, we had, like, every religion. All right, so um, this is good stuff. So we have a lot to, let's just start with the first question. But before we do that, I'm sure you guys are thirsty. We're going to call our, our famous butler. You, you remember Todd? Yeah, oh, Jackson. He's, what are you talking about? He's famous now? You're just jealous. Before he was resident butler. He's always, nah, he's a famous okay, butler. Where he's is our he? I resident. haven't seen him yet. All right, call let me him. call him. Let me call him. Jackson. <laughs> oh. Hi, Jackson. Hi there. Yeah. Hey, yeah, so you love cut, Jackson. You cut your hair since last time, right? <laughs> we all, all have right, so, it. It's now red. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what would you like? Red, yeah. What would you like to order from Jackson? Oh. Um, Go ahead, please. Ladies, ladies oh, first. Yes, yeah. I'm going to have a virgin mm-hmm. pina colada. Oh, that's my drink. That's what I order every week. <laughs> and, you're, and you're proud of that. <laughs> no, but I mean, he's always trying to get me drunk. Um, very good choice. I like that. Are you an Aries too? No. Okay. Capricorn. Yeah, I, I just thought I'd guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's yeah. use my new Sir? bestie. Yes. Right. Why, thank you. Um, and we have something in common. I'm going uh, I'm gonna to have a pineapple kombucha. <laughs> okay. Uh, those mushroom drinks? <laughs> no, it's not mushroom. Well, it's yeast and, you know, <laughs> yeah, bacteria and all that drink good that. stuff. I don't know. Okay. All right. Pineapple. I didn't know they made the flavor. Maybe I'll try it if it yeah, has yeah, pineapple yeah. flavor. Okay. You could ferment anything. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> My favorite is uh, virgin strawberry daiquiri. Oh, A lot yummy. of virgins in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Herman? The usual. He already knows what I do. Little crayons, splash of ginger ale. Okay. You could order my drink today. I'm going to get her a virgin pina colada. Oh, wow. You're, 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 what do you know? Uh, that's oh, the wow. first. He never orders me virgins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it a double. Make it a double. Why, thank you, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So can we, can we just start, for the purpose of this discussion, have a working definition of what is a dream? Because I think we, we get like really into the dialogue, and I just want to follow along because I think I'm going to learn a lot today. So what, what, do we, what constitutes a dream? I guess that's me. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) The dream lady. Okay, the dream lady, right. Okay, I have a different spin on it. Our true identity is soul. Mm -hmm. And soul leaves the body every night and goes into the heavens of God and has an experience. And that experience comes back through the mind, and that is our dream. It's also important to know, piggybacking what she said, is that... um, it's a requirement for us to dream uh, because we are not of this. We're in this body, it's but we're show. not of this body. Right. Mm-hmm. We have to go to a place where we're really originated from. It's like a diver going in deep water. Right. He has to come back up eventually to do whatever he has to do as without that suit on. And so we have to do the same thing. We have to get out of this physical suit and go into this higher realm and be ourselves. Right. And can this happen at any time of the day, or is it... Is it Limited to nighttime or there any time regulations? It on can this? happen anytime. Any you time. can go. Have you ever driven somewhere and said, How did I get here? Hialeah mm, did that to me one time. Oh, that's. <laughs> when I first moved to Miami, <laughs> I, was, I was told by no circumstances should you drive into Hialeah. I'm like, Really? Why is that? They were like, just, just take heed and get lost and don't do it because you won't be able to get back out. You know, you can't ask anybody in there because they're just gonna give you. <laughs> well, at some... least you speak Spanish. You got that going for you. <laughs> yeah, but it's not just a language issue. It's just highly it can be complicated. Be and it was funny because I believed it, and then I, I ran to two other folks independent of each other who said the same thing: Do not go into highly wow. if you do not have to. So, um, to answer your question. Uh, <laughs> no, I try to avoid. Those. So for you, that would have been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're exactly. talking about like as if when you're driving, when some you kind of go on autopilot. Well, I got that's two tickets. A dream, that's a high. Yeah. That no, 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 it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's like you're in another world, though. So it could be called a waking dream, where you're just spaced out, whatever. Okay. But is, it's, would that be daydreaming? Is day, does that fall daydreaming? Is absolutely a dream. Okay. Okay, but getting back to driving someplace and not not knowing how. I got two tickets on my street, Johnson Street, when I first moved to Pembroke Pines. DUI, driving under the influence of Whoa. daydreaming. <laughs> no way. Okay, another coincidence. She lived on Johnson Street. That's why I just used to live so on. You, I'm sorry. So you guys know each other? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. No, is this, no this is like yeah. sisters meeting each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So um, 
dreams. And, we're defining. Well, let's we talk the, about nightmares. I mean, can we? Go, that's what we should we save that for later. <laughs> What's the definition well, no, of nightmares? Wouldn't nightmare just be another it's version the same, of a dream? It's a scary dream. Same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. A nightmare is a message for you. Mm. Good point. When it's really intense, and yeah. that's why you're having it because you're not getting it any other way. So it's you have a nightmare. Hmm. Well, it brings your attention to it, doesn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Usually when I have had nightmares, they do mean something. When I look it up, it's... Yeah, a lot of times we create our own dreams, uh, individually oh. or mm -hmm. collectively. And we can have these uh, nightmares experienced based on energy that people are sending to us or energy that we have created for ourselves. So t can, you t can you elaborate a little more on that? Because I, I think of the few times, I guess, now that I can remember having dreams, even if I can't necessarily remember the details... I remember as a kid, for example, you know, watching scary movies, Friday the 13th and Jason. And then my parents, oh, you're going to have scary dreams when you go to sleep. And sure enough, I'd go to sleep thinking about, and I wondered, based on what you just said, was that sort of me opening up the door to dream world? Or, or is, that, is that completely just fictitious? What he said. I, you open yourself up. I'm going to give you a slightly different perspective. Sure. And, and both of their perspectives are valid. And I am... Uh, I definitely subscribe to metaphysical interpretations, but I'm going to give a more, maybe more tangible psychological interpretation is that dreams and especially nightmares, ones where there's a lot of emotional charge to it, often come from unresolved issues during waking hours. Mm. Mm -hmm. So if someone has exposure to a lot of information, a lot of maybe novel ideas, they maybe bump into a person they haven't seen in a long time, uh, they might very well dream about them that night. Some people will even dream about a person and then see the person the next day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's kind of interesting too. But that but, to me. but the so. thing is, so there's there's actually a um one of the benefits, as I understand it, of dreams from a mental health point of view is that it helps our subconscious mind has a lot of information that it accumulates during the day, most of which is really not necessary for long term memory. So Dreaming or sleeping and then dreaming is just part of that is one way for the mind to basically file away the important things that we need to keep and throw away the rest. And to the, the degree to which we're consciously aware while we're sleeping of what we're actually dreaming, uh, that's sort of like you're watching stuff playing on a TV screen or a movie. Mm. So mm -hmm. it may have meaning or it may not. I'll defer to the dream lady on the interpretation, but from what I've seen... A lot of the time, it's just, it's just there. It's just there. It's like, oh, that's interesting, mm. and that's why a lot of the time it doesn't make sense, right? Because sometimes it's just a jumble of images, and we try to interpret it ourselves, or, mm -hmm. or while we're dreaming, we come up with some kind of trying to make sense of it, mm -hmm. and a lot of the time it just doesn't make sense. Which is often when you try to communicate to someone what your dream is, and in your mind, you you can picture it, and it and you remember it, but you can't put it into words. And, and you just get exasperated and say, never mind, I can't even explain it. But, but I want to say one other thing if I can about nightmares. When I've worked with clients who have had unresolved emotional trauma from the past, uh, they tend to have recurring nightmares that don't always include the same person or the same situation. But one client I worked with recently who had post-traumatic stress uh, from 15, 20 years ago, a very difficult, troubled childhood, every week or so, he had a dream about someone chasing him or, mm. or an animal attacking him or something, uh, a train hitting him. Even though he didn't have those situations growing up, it meant, in my interpretation of it, was that he had unresolved emotional baggage and until or unless he resolves that, and the method I use is hypnosis principally, right. once he makes peace with that, then those nightmares stop. And I've noticed that with some clients who've had traumas, when they resolve them, then the nightmares stop. Right. What are you going to say? I see you smiling. Yeah, uh, true. A nightmare or some a recurring nightmare is an unresolved issue. Sometimes, though, the person who is chasing us is ourselves, mm. and we have to turn around in and the look. dream and confront, and then it stops. Okay. That's interesting. Sounds easy. <laughs> and I guess it, that's where you come in. It, you help people yes, deal. Yeah, okay. it, takes, it takes practice right. and and you can't be lazy. You have to be determined to remember your dreams and work with them. And I think it would also help your, your patience. Is, it's a deeper level because you're communicating with your higher self. And like I say, who knows you better 
Right. Then your higher self. So it's safe to assume then that that dreams, in many ways, are are sort of chapters of journeys in our own lives. That maybe in your case, you talk about someone that was coping with issues that went back fifteen years. In some mm -hmm. cases, it might be something that's projected going into the future. We talk about you know sure. going sleeping and running into someone the next day or in the next week, whether you thought directly about that person or not. So, with within all of this. Why is it that dreams is cons it's almost like it's it sounds like it's very scientific. It sounds like it has its own world of of sort of knowledge, and yet so many people kind of blow it off like it's yeah. Like it's Unfortunately, nothing. because people haven't been trained and they don't know that dreams are really important. Because if you can remember when you were a child and you had a nightmare or a bad dream, your mother or father might have said to you, "Oh, well, it's only a bad dream. Go right. back to bed." Right. They completely dismiss uh, it. Dismiss it, but they were dismissing you also. Hmm. And one of the things I like to say is I bring the invisible to the visible, meaning your dream is invisible and by you paying attention to it, you'll okay. learn and you'll grow. And you said something else, dreams can be from past lives. Hmm. You said that? No, he, he said oh, something like, that can be the oh. past and okay. I'm going to take Issues it in your past. Well, that's a good past. segue. We only have a couple more minutes, but I do want to mention something that um, it actually speaks to me and a lot of people that I've been working with um, as far as your intuition. So I know a lot of people that have dreams, but it's not just a dream. It's usually, it is like a very, very clear message to the point of it's like somebody might dream somebody having a baby and then they're actually pregnant. Or you dream somebody, I know somebody that actually used to dream her, her, her family members passing away and they would, next day, they, or they, literally to the time when she had the dream. He died or something like that. You know, uh, those might be a little bit morbid stories, but you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> um, and I've had dreams like I actually just started to explore my, my intuition back, I think, in like 2006, a little bit more because I had like a really, really clear dream, very vivid. And I told my cousin about it. My cousin, it was like a number was in, in the dream. My cousin played the number and won $10,000. So, and I'm not going to say everybody can call me and get lotto, the lotto numbers. <laughs> but it was just one of those, like, I kept seeing the number over and over again. And then I ended up calling somebody that was in the dream and asked them, what does this number mean to you? And it was like a very significant, it was his mother's birthday. You know, it just opened up like a whole can of worms, so to speak. And it led to me really exploring my, my intuition more. But I, I really believe dreams are hidden messages on so many levels. But as far as the intuition part, how, what do you guys, what's your take on that? Like, as, as far as, you know. Well, I think I you, you, you're your correct. You, you can have a dream that has a message. And I think when we go into this alternate state of consciousness, which our uh, dream provides for us, it depends on how our consciousness alternated, where we have uh, expansive consciousness where we can actually perceive and function more with uh, the various functions of our minds, whether subconscious, superconscious, or just being conscious. So it, it, it helps us to deal with ourselves, get a better perspective of ourselves. Even if we have a foolish dream, we have to understand what our foolishness is about, why we're having this foolish dream. So right. it enables us to face ourselves. If we have a dream that we're, someone is chasing us, we turn around and face that person and find out what we need to, what we're confronting right. and, and deal with it. So it is an expanded state of consciousness. It's an alternate state of consciousness. It's otherworldly. Uh, we have to realize the importance of our dream. And if we realize that they are important and have significance in our lives, we will tend to remember more. Yeah. And, and that, it sounds like that, that was from more of a metaphysical um, perspective, but I'm interested in hearing a little bit more about, you mentioned your work in theology and across different faiths, and where does the dream world fall into perspective with that? And is it, how is it recognized? How is it received? Or is it not? Well, uh, in different cultures, they uh, very much, I think in the uh, Aborigine culture, they believe in the dream world very much. Oh, so. yeah, I remember hearing about uh, that. In the Jewish culture, they even have a, a little chart that talks about your dream associated with the moon experience. So a lot of dreams that are kind of around the new moon have less uh, truthful meanings, and dreams that get closer to the full moon has more mm. truth in them. And American Indians, don't, I mean, well, Native American, excuse me, <laughs> don't they have some? Do you know? Do you know anything about their culture related to dreams? I don't uh, not enough to something. talk about, but I know they have okay. uh, what they call dream, dream characters and those things. Yeah. Thank you. I actually have some of that in the book I wrote about the, the different Indians, the different Native Americans, and the different, how different sects believe in dreams, okay. how, how they get messages. Okay. And it's even in, in the Bible about right. dreams. Right, So It's everywhere. Well, well with that, we're, we're going to take a break shortly, making sure everyone is okay with, with their drinks, everyone, pro proper, proper ice, proper uh, rations of, of, of virgin uh, mixers. Yes, you guys. Your drinks? Or, oh. My kombucha is kind of flat, but otherwise... <laughs> 
Otherwise, it's very good. We're going to bring on that pineapple selection. It has to be the pineapple selection. It is the fruity group. They have, like, you know, sweet drinks. You're the only one with the hard liquor. The only drunk. All right, we'll be right back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show after these messages and music. That's why my drink is always good.
Own Your Power Radio. Real soul and hip hop. Just the way you like it. Your Power Lifestyle Show. Today we are talking about dreams and where do we go with dreams. I'm sitting here with my handsome Puerto Rican brother, Armand Dubois, and uh, we have a f- room full of experts uh, who are analyzing our dreams and winning our money. We talk about It's some scary reading. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I have some, some people that have been on the show and I say, put aluminum foil over your head when she comes because she's reading your mind. <laughs> you know, this is my, my crew of friends, unfortunately. Yes, this is what we do. All right, so um, <laughs> what I want to uh, talk about, let's talk about some actual dreams and maybe examples of clients, um, dreams that you've m- maybe um, have deciphered for them. Um, and I know it's kind of, it's a pretty big loaded question, but what are some like typical symbols that you've seen in dreams? Like, you know, tra- like for me, I can say for me, I've had, Train, being on the train, being on a plane, driving. You know, I've had. It's called M- M- MTA. <laughs> Post MTA syndrome. Well, well, from what I understand from my my my, my uh, you know research in dreams, a lot of those transportation related dreams are related to your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, so depending on what's going on in your life, it, it might you know kind of reflect that. Like if you're going on a rocky road, maybe something rocky you're is going on. Talking about your direction, right? And water dreams. Right Water dreams um, are oh I, I'll that's use called a exa- wet dream. Scenario. I was gonna say I was like <laughs> no perverts. Can we distinguish? No, I can use this example because I actually said this on another show and my ex husband heard it, so I'm not hurting his feelings. Don't worry. Um, but I had right before my divorce, I had a dream that um, there was a tsunami, and I it was like coming. The water was coming, and I was saving everybody on the highway. I was like, come on, everybody, get up! You know, like go under the underpass, like high on, on the you know the hill under the highway, whatever. We got so it. I was like, get up! I was like, come on, everybody, let's go. And um, I remember feeling like like a hero, but I was happy that I, I got everybody out the way. I looked it up, and it said, um, it's, I think it was tidal wave, and it said upheaval in your marriage. <laughs> 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 I was like, whoa, that was so like specific, you know. So um, you know, I believe that dreams mean something, you know. That there's definitely messages, and there's a lot of repetition as far as symbols go. So. Tell me about this, some, some symbols that you can no, talk No, it's very about. interesting. You're talking about water. For a long time, I thought water was a universal sign for spirituality. And what I learned was is that different people look at water differently. If they were in a boat accident, they're not going to have the same feeling towards water right. mm-hmm. that a person who doesn't have that type of experience. Right. So if, if I had a dream about a relationship issue, you want to hear about a personal story. Many Let's years ago... <laughs> <laughs> Another pina colada up there, Jackson. <laughs> don't make it a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that one was a virgin. <laughs> I had dated this man for five years, and I just knew it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And before I went to sleep, I said, what should I do with this relationship? And I woke up. I did not remember the dream. So you do not, reha- you do not have to remember the dream to remember the answer. Mm. Oh, wow. Yes, because I woke up knowing I had to end the relationship with him. And that night when I went out with him and he's talking about his friends and they're having a terrific time and blah, 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 I said, do you want that? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, you have it. That was the end of our relationship. And it was easy because I woke up knowing that the relationship had run its course. And I was with a, a man interviewing him yesterday, and he was telling me that he's been married three times because he missed the signs that were right in front of him, mm-hmm. and he went into the relationship. So these are waking dreams, spiritual lessons mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to bring your attention to. Right. And we do that. We don't pay attention to what's all around us every day. And here, three times he struck out because he didn't listen, listen to everything messages. around him. Right. Right. So what about you, Marshall? Any messages that are symbolic, some, you know, symbols that you, you think that are like repetitive in a lot of dreams? Well, I think one of the things is that um, our dreams are base, basically best understood by our own interpretation because, as you said, different things mean different things to right. us. So you have certain dreams that have uh, archetypical dreams of certain characters, places. You know, uh, if you dream about a place that was in your past, a lot of times 
that dream was something about your past or past individual. That was a good point because I was gonna. I used to have a lot of dreams in my house, my old house that I grew up in the Bronx. So I'd be in the kitchen and I'm like, oh, hey, hey, mom. And my mom passed away. I would see my mom like washing dishes or doing something, but it would feel good. I wouldn't feel scared or anything, you know. Yeah, some past um, disposition that you may have had, or uh, so you go into that place to kind of clean that up, get some understanding from it. Right. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Todd? Any? I think maybe the most commonly recurring dreams I've had in the past maybe a few times a year are the house that I grew up in. My parents actually still live there. Oh, wow. And it seems like I'm trying to, people are trying to break in or oh. I'm trying to uh, escape from it somehow. Like it, it's a safe place, but it seems like most of my dreams, if there's a location, it's that place up in Philadelphia. Right, right. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of interesting. And normally they're not enjoyable, pleasant dreams, mm. even though nothing, there's no trauma that I had at that place. Mm. You and, mentioned earlier about needing training to be able to remember. Are there, are there, without being you know extensive and having to um, go through, I'm not sure what that into, but are there basic things that someone could, I could go home tonight and try to implement that when I go to sleep, I'd, I'd, I'd have a better chance of remembering my dreams tomorrow morning? Okay, two things. Number one, I have a program, a 30-day program. And number two, yes, go home tonight, ask a question, and you're becoming a purposeful dreamer. And then in the morning, lay still and expect it to come to you. And you can do an affirmation, I easily remember my dream in the morning. You know, and have a notepad next to you or Absolutely. something. Notepad or, or record it. And sometimes just lay there for a moment and don't be so quick to get up. Right. And just allow yourself to stay in that state of consciousness, that dream consciousness, and you'll be surprised what you remember. Mm -hmm. uh, don't move, stay on your pillow. The vibration energy is there. So you have a bit, much better chance of remembering the dream. I really like the recorder idea because yeah. most of my notes, I'm, it's like craziness. I'm like, what the, who, what the hell does that mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you're half asleep, it doesn't make much sense, so... I know. Instead of using your phone, use a tape recorder. That way you just have to push. That's, that's, right. that's and, what I just said. Yeah. Yes. yes. No, no, yeah. no. He had said before we started to use the, the telephone and use the recorder, the voice memo on. Mm -hmm. Right. But then you well, have to do. That? Well, you have, if you have a password. And then you have to oh, wake up to find to it. Yeah. And with the tape recorder, you just have to press the buttons and you can record it. So that's right. much easier. Great. Yeah. And sometimes our more receptive side is our left side. Uh, so you try to close your right nostril, breathe to your left, and it'll help you retain and recall some of the things you dreamed before. Who's going to remember all of that when it, it's well, 4 o'clock in the morning? By the way, <laughs> there's one other thing. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at her mind actually acting it out. <laughs> Did you know what I was acting out? Maybe I was stretching. Well, we, yeah, whatever. No, I was going to say, it's interesting. We're all filtering this through our own work, but um, when one of the most, well, the most frequent state of hypnosis that people go through is on either side of sleep. So as you begin to fall asleep, you pass through a hypnotic state. From a brainwave point of view, hypnosis is below or a slower frequency, a lower frequency than the kind we're using right now, full alertness, but it's higher than sleeping. Mm -hmm. And a deep hypnotic state is very similar to REM sleep. The only difference is you're awake when you're hypnotized. So when you start falling to sleep, that period is called the hypnagogic state. It's sort of a half-asleep but that's a hypnotic state. And when you come out of sleep and you wake up, you're also hypnotized. The difference is when you wake up, it's normally a shorter period before you have full alertness than when you're drifting off to sleep. Right. Which is why, so during those two times, you're the most suggestible that you are naturally during the day. And so that's why it's so important to um, avoid stressful thoughts at bedtime and make sure that whatever you're first exposed to when you wake up is something that's going to be affirming to you which is why, you know, if you hear some song on the radio, sometimes when you wake up on your clock radio, if people even use that anymore, then you may have that song with you half the day because you were hypnotized at right, the time you heard right. it, so it stuck with you. And it's also why if you fall asleep in a stressed, anxious state, you're likely to have more turbulent dreams and not sleep well, and then the next day wake up in a bad mood. So I, I, I have to ask this question. Don't where does, where does where, write it down? Where does where does, where does <laughs> sex come into before oh, going to so sleep and that could bit. impact dreaming? I, I got a story about that. Okay, what? please. I, I had one client. Can I just jump in? Please, no. Simone, trying I'm to kidding. restrain yeah, yourself here. <laughs> um, well, you know, one of the interesting things that people, some people do, a small percentage of people experience what are called parasomnias, and this is an abnormal or bizarre behavior during sleep. 
Mm -hmm. person's officially asleep, but they either are paralyzed, you were going to talk about that, or the sleep eating, sleep walking. I had a client who did some sleep punching, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's a joke we had. (laughs) No, but it's true. It's true. He had a lot of aggression. But I have one client who had... Wait, sleep punching his, like, wife or something? Well, okay. (laughs) Do you want me to tell you the brief story? Yeah, tell us. Okay, so this fellow came to me, um, and actually his his, uh, girlfriend referred him to me because I had worked with her and her and her sister and she said my boyfriend's got this problem he has all this aggression when he's sleeping and he you know kicks and punch and 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 shouts he's probably pretending he's sleeping okay yeah maybe but listen to this check this out sorry so and i said well that's interesting um what we did was um you know i talked to them about it and it turned out that through the work we were doing pretty quickly I realized that his problem was that he had unresolved anger and resentment towards his girlfriend. And so we discovered that when we were just talking the first time. And I said, well, I have a feeling that's really what's causing your, your, those, uh, that parasomnia, that acting out, because what's repressed is going to be expressed somehow. And if the guy has so much self-control to contain himself during the day and, and not <laughs> say anything aggressively or do anything, it's going to come out somewhere. And when you're sleeping, you have no conscious control whatsoever. Subconscious basically does whatever it wants. So he was... Is that, have, a, pro- is that a proven... I'm just like, he ain't like, sleeping. Could, he that hold up, could that hold up in court on a domestic <laughs> violence case well, where she wakes up with a black guy, well, but no, I was in some conscious state, no, no, I was asleep. Yeah, but wait a second. He's still responsible for it. But the point oh, is, but okay. here's, here's the quick, uh, the, the end of that is that we, we really worked on, it wasn't the behavior of the dream or the sleeping issue because that's just a symptom. Mm-hmm. The behavior is always a symptom. The mindset and the unresolved emotional uh, frustration or anger he had towards her was really the problem. So we worked on forgiveness and acceptance and empathy and all of that. Right. Once he made peace with whatever issue he had beef about, it stopped. Okay. Because when mm-hmm. you solve the root problem, the symptom goes away. Right. Wow, that's amazing. And you, but, you didn't bring have to bring her in. It's not like no, no. But, but unfortunately, uh, well, I guess he they realized they yeah, but they broke up shortly thereafter. But uh, but he was happy about it, and and Good so was she. So, but the thing is, this other guy you talked about sex and sleep. Some people, this is very rare, but they have sex in their sleep. So, Whoa. so hold on. So I had this. Whoa. I had this guy. I had this client. That's called masturbation. <laughs> now we're coming back to the water dreams. But listen, no. <laughs> there was this fellow, this client of mine, who had. Um, uh, he did not have sex with his wife at all, and she yeah. was upset about Ooh. at least when he was awake. But when he fell asleep, sometimes he would get amorous and he'd start oh. getting turned on, and he would have sex with her while he was asleep and wouldn't remember it. So most men have sex and then fall asleep. This guy fell asleep and then had sex. <laughs> wow. But That's crazy. she was satisfied one way or the other, you know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, well, I wanted to go back to you were talking about um, having a stressed environment before you go to bed. And it made me remember, um, like, sometimes when I would have, like, 24 on or, you know, like, some, like, action mm-hmm. show or something like that. And you go to sleep, you, you're, you're, you're like killing people or you're like <laughs> running from somebody, you know, like watching crime shows, like those type of things you shouldn't watch before you go to bed, right? For sure. No. You it's, shouldn't even have a TV in your yeah, life. Yeah, you, you should have, have a TV in your room. Something is wrong in your life, right. We should come have I don't, I don't come have in. a TV. Hello, I'm Feng session. Shui queen over here. So, I taught so, you so everything were you, you know, watching, bro. When were you watching this these action like ages room. ago. 24 came out in 2001 or something, so don't get me started. All right, so... But um, yeah, he he just learned a little bit about feng shui. Now he knows everything. <laughs> I just, I yeah, had a TV in my room before. The crystals we have hanging. Yeah, exactly. The- <laughs> <laughs> Is that why Jackson's wearing so, crystal? Exactly. Rings, right? Exactly. He's coordinated. No. So what were you gonna say? Um, you were gonna say something, Carol? Oh. And uh, actually, for About sleeping reasons alone, you shouldn't have a TV right, in your right. room or any. I do though. So and you Uh-oh. should not have. Yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> it's, it's been a habit for over 40 years so. you know they have hypnosis for that <laughs> <laughs> alright um, so let's let's talk about um, sleep paralysis uh, this is something that has happened to me at least three or four times and it was very frightening mm-hmm. and um, I mean well one of the times was, was not as scary but um, you liked it? no <laughs> You said it was, it was scary the other three times. Well, so. I'll, t- I'll explain. I'll explain because okay. it's kind of she was pinned down, but something better was happening. It's exactly, than a demon possession. Or yeah, something, it's, right? it's actually a little out there story, but you can deal with it. So basically, I, I had um, one of my one of my girlfriends was a massage therapist, 
And I used to stay at her house, like, because she lived far. So whenever she finished work on me, I was She lived far? Where did she live? Pompano. Mm. I mean, at the time. Why? That's not far. Is it Pompano? Is this for you, her For me, it was. Broward, yeah. 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 It's, about, it's about, what, 30 minutes? It's about, it's about 20, 20, 20. Well, at, when, after you had a massage at, 20, at 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. it's a whole nother ball mm-hmm. game, brother. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um, everybody's smiling at us fighting. It's normal. So anyway, long story short, I fell asleep on the massage table, and she just, you know, let me, whatever, go to sleep. And I remember it was like maybe 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and I and I heard, um, actually felt like a light behind my head, like a big, like a crown, you know, chakra thing. No. And um, I heard somebody go, it's so beautiful. That light is just so beautiful. And then I, I was looking to see who it was, but I couldn't move my body. And I saw this man sitting on a couch, and he just had his legs crossed, and he was looking at me. And then um, I was like, ah, I was trying to call my friend. <laughs> I was trying to call for help. And I couldn't move. I couldn't yeah. get up. I couldn't, like, scream. I thought I was screaming, but nothing was coming out. But he wasn't scary to me. It was just, it kind of freaked me out that he was there. You know what I mean? But he wasn't, like, a frightening person. So the funny part is, after it happened, um, or actually, he said, that's what you see. That's why we don't visit you, because you're too scary. You get scared too quick. That's what I heard. So I asked one of my, my mentors is, is, is a medium. So I asked her, what the hell was that? You know, who was that? And she said, oh, that was one of your spirit guides right. that came to visit you. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, oh, okay. It was a little white blonde man chilling on the couch <laughs> four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So you were on that KOD? No. I wasn't on, what's KOD? Oh, mm-hmm. King of Diamonds. Okay. okay. What's that got to do with anything? Being drunk? Four o'clock in the morning, waking up, man, <laughs> sitting, on the, man sitting on the table next to you, talking about... That's what it sounds like. That happens every day at KOD. No, I wasn't at the strip club. That's okay. your life, not mine. Okay. No, all right, no, so um, no, no, not at all. Not here. So um, yeah. So the things like that—that's is that normal? I mean, you guys agree that that's. I think that's wonderful. Okay. Yeah, it was actually to have nice. Have a spiritual guide come yeah. to you. I mean, they are loving beings. Okay. But so then why why would the immediate reaction to be sort of scared or afraid if if if, if it's a very non-threatening kind of setting? People don't know about it. Mm-hmm. It's unexpected. It happens anytime. Somebody come in the door, we don't know who it is. We may jump for a moment. Oh, but yeah. you know, explain that because that was one of the things I've heard three at least three different variations of why the explanation for sleep paralysis. So I've heard the scientific, I guess, explanation was that um, it's your heart um, that you hear your heart beating. Or like, mm. oh, no, I'm sorry, let me be clear. When I heard footsteps one time, I heard footsteps at the door, and it was actually supposedly my heart beating. That's what that's what they said when I when I looked it up. But I heard somebody at my door, and I saw somebody at my door, but I couldn't get up to run. <laughs> yeah, that was similar to the one the experience I had. Yeah, and and actually the maybe 10, 15, 15 years ago or so, I had sleep paralysis. I didn't know what it was at the time, but mm-hmm. I remember waking up in my apartment. Uh, the sun was barely coming up. I heard someone banging at my front door. Yes. And I know the door was locked. I remember being aware of that, but I couldn't move anything but my eyes. And I was terrified, and I heard it getting louder and louder and louder. And after a couple minutes, it stopped. And I got up, and I looked, and the door was locked. Mm-hmm. So, um, But when I researched into this, there's a lot of different scientific explanations. But basically, what I see as the most common is that there's sort of a a slight dysfunction of the REM sleep pattern. So it's actually a dream, but your eyes are open and you're getting external feedback. Uh. And so what happens is your body is paralyzed, which is supposed to happen during REM sleep. Otherwise, you act out your dreams and then you start punching people or having sex with them. <laughs> um, it's anyway. It's about right. Right. So the point, and so, you know, that was a different issue. But uh, in this case, uh, the, the intruder dream or the intruder paralysis thing of someone breaking in is the most common, and other people who believe in demons and things like that mm-hmm. have the belief that some demonic creature is coming. So I don't have that belief, so for me it was that someone's breaking in. And right. people who probably have the feeling of being abducted by aliens, it's the same thing. Right. You know. So there's a gland in the stomach, uh, scientifically, that actually secrete a hormone when you go to sleep that makes you paralyzed. And as he was saying, it keeps you from doing physical things that you're now you know, uh, visualizing in your... You sleep. So, what about the, the the spiritual aspect of it, where they they call it? I mean, I've heard this: the the witches riding your back, or you mm-hmm. heard that one? I heard of that. But what is that? Am I saying it right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that, that's like certain cultures. They believe that somebody's actually riding on your back. That's why you can't get up. Or, or on your on your stomach, on your chest, on your, on your chest, because normally it happens when you're lying on your back. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and so it's like I lie on my back. Like, it doesn't have to be a witch yeah. because, like you said, and uh, she she attests to. You saw your spirit guide. Well, I, I don't believe that. I'm just saying that that's like yeah. an old, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. So you saw one of your spirit guides. The blonde, guys, the blonde so. witch, the blonde guy was riding my back. <laughs> yeah. 
You're no, in this but, alternate state of consciousness. Oh, wait, I have another one. This is really good. Okay. I got, funny enough, it's another blonde person. I don't know what's, what's that's about. But um, I had bought a jacket um, from a vintage store back in, this is like in New York. And I remember that morning I woke, I mean, I, I was sleeping and I felt somebody was in the room. And it was a lady, she was sitting, sitting her legs crossed again, looking at me. And I was like, oh, let me get the hell out of here. Like, I was trying to get up, but I couldn't move. And there was nobody in the house with me at the time. And she just told me, oh, that's my jacket. You want my jacket? Like, she was telling me it was her coat that I bought. And it freaked me the hell out. <laughs> so I don't know if that was just my mind. I mean, That's why course, you, when you go to the thrift store, always go to the dry cleaner office. right after that. And yeah. just clean that <laughs> stuff clean off. That, yeah, clean, clean that, that bad juju off the... I should have saged it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I have a couple of things. You said you heard somebody knocking. You heard somebody knocking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really feel that that is Holy Spirit knocking to get your attention for something. So that's a different twist on it. Okay. Yeah, well, I well, thought it was hard. Why well, did you knock? I heard footsteps. Well, yeah. The, the thing is, when you have the reason why fear is the normal response is because, first of all, when you're when you're dreaming, or even if you're half awake, normally those things happen when you're waking up. Normally those uh, nightmare, uh, Simone, normally those nightmare things where you're paralyzed happen when you're falling asleep or most often when you're waking up. Mm -hmm. So when you're kind of in an in-between state, you could even say uh, a hypnotic state at that point. When you're in a deep hypnotic state, you hallucinate. You can hallucinate. See things that aren't there or not see things that are there. So what's happening is in that state when you're asleep, just like you can imagine seeing things in your mind's eye when you're dreaming... That main, whether you're projecting to an astral plane or it's just you know on the screen in your mind, it's not physically right there in front of you, whatever you're dreaming. But so if you have this dream that someone's coming in, maybe that's a fear that someone's going to break in or something, right. and you can't move, naturally you'd be afraid because right. you realize, oh, you know, your, your natural response is going to be something unknown could be a threat because that's how you protect yourself. Right, right. And so if you can't move anything but your eyes, which is what happens when you're and you dreaming. you can't scream either. You can't scream because you don't have voluntary control of, right. your, of your chest and your diaphragm. So that's what creates the, the feeling or the belief that some people have that someone is sitting on their chest sucking their air out or something <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah. Right. Oh, Hold I heard that with a cat. They they didn't want a cat on a baby, the baby. Right. Yeah, because a, they were afraid that they, the, that the they cat s- would suck the, the yeah, there was out a, of the cat. There was a horror the movie. Well, though. there was a movie yeah. in the 80s, I think, called Cat's Eye or something. You remember that? There yeah. was a cat sitting, and it just like sort of sucked the breath mm-hmm. out of oh, the... Oh, jeez. Well, they, the, 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 the old wives, I don't know how true it is, but they say... That's why I'm baby, a dog person. Because babies have milk breath, so the ba- the cat smells it. So that's, uh-huh. that's why I, I don't know how true that is, but... Um, Cats cats love cow milk. Yeah. So we mentioned a few times having visitors in our dreams. And so is there a behavior that we should or shouldn't? I mean, should we, you know, is there there a... Well, I mean, whether they passed or not, the point is if you had a visitor in your dream, and we're talking about these things being symbolic, is there a rule of thumb to how to deal and how to interact, ask questions, don't ask questions, be quiet, observe, you know, like what's... What are tips for our audience? I always tell people, if you have a loved one come to you, talk to them. Ask them questions. Mm-hmm. It's a blessing. Okay. And if it's someone you don't know? Ask Run. them questions. Why are they there? <laughs> what message are they there to give you? Okay. Okay. It may just be a friend you haven't met yet. Let's briefly just kind of go around the room and tell us how we can reach you to find out more information about your business. Todd? Um, you can reach me at www.miamihypnosiscenter.com or email me todd at miamihypnosiscenter.com Okay. You can reach me carol at carol at dreamsandmore.net You can email me at carol at dreamsandmore.net or you can call me (laughs) at 954-281-9927 I can be reached at divinelifetemple.org that was, that was quick and to the point. But yeah. well, what do you t- so you teach classes? Can people sign up for your classes or how sure, does it work? Sure, we have classes uh, every Sunday at around eleven thirty, and it's open discussion. People can come in and ask questions, participate in conversation, just like we're doing here. Okay. And, w- and where's your facility located? Uh, Thirteen fifty one Perry Street in Opalaka. Okay. Wonderful. All right. So um, before we go, I just want to make a couple of announcements. We have some upcoming networking events. Um, in March nineteenth, uh, we have. Networking event at a place for healing in Broward County. Of course. 
<laughs> Fort Lauderdale. And it's a free networking event, give and take, sponsored. And then um, on February, oh, excuse me, on March 22nd, we have uh, the Light Worker Prosperity Workshop, which I'll be hosting again, which is helping people who have businesses that are, you know, um, holistic type of businesses, help them learn how to market themselves a little bit better. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a full day workshop. So if you're interested in finding out more, just go to our website at ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. And if you aren't already a power player, like us on Facebook. Join the family by going to facebook.com forward slash ownyourpowerradio. And so we want to give special thanks to the OYP team, Own Your Power, who has helped make yeah, this show yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. We got our Thank you, people. Thank you, Chris. Chris on the ones and twos. <laughs> and Stan, who's always, always uh, appreciated for allowing us to be in his space. Yes. He is our major partner. So keep don't it forget, lo- Don't forget Jackson. For oh, me. of course, right. Jackson. I was wondering when he's in the back. He's, in your, he's sitting in your locker. It's he knows his um, job. <laughs> oh, that's, that <laughs> he's keeping it warm for you. When you when mm-hmm. So make sure you keep it locked on Own Your Power Radio. And thank you guys for being here. Give yourselves yes, yes, a hand. Yes, yes. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Sweet dreams. Everybody go home and dream tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Give one last tip about... Um, all right, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> One last tip is just make sure you, before you go to bed, set the intention. Set the intention, absolutely. And have a note or a recorder next to you. Right. Right. Okay. Remember that, everybody. Remember, anything you want is attainable. Own your power.
you three up on